Hello everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to <clears throat> Excuse me, to God's Internet Church podcast. I am your host Pastor Ron Weaver and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the word of God that God's put on my heart to share with a lost and dying world and current Christians that may be struggling and and got, and find help through the Bible and find help how they can get to God. Cuz sometimes us Christians get kind of bogged down because we pay attention to worldly things instead of Christ and sometimes we don't lose our salvation but sometimes we we try to fix things ourselves we got to learn not to do that but go to God and that's partly what this podcast is here for hallelujah hallelujah so today on today's podcast we're going to be talking about the Bible study, the heavenly vision. And we're going to share with you a few, a couple of thoughts on that. Then we're going to do our prayer request segment. And then we're going to do our closing remarks. And let me tell you something, saints. God is good and he's good all the time. Right now, Let's pray and let's get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to take a coal heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. Let every word that you want me to say, say. Let every word you want me to do, let me do. I ask you to be you, Lord, talking, not me. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, if you got your Bibles with you, and I trust that you do, and if you can't have a Bible, well... That's okay. I'll read it to you. Like I'm going to anyways. It says it's good to have a Bible with you. Because to make sure you're keeping the preacher honest. Hallelujah. And. Let me pull my Bible up on the phone here. And I don't see it. Where'd it go? You. Huh, I see that one, but not the one I want. Where is it? Hmm. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Things go wrong when when you're trying to do stuff. Hallelujah. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, there it is, right in front of my eyes. I must have to get glasses worse than I thought. All right, if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to the book of Acts, and I'm sorry for the inconveniences, the book of Acts, of not having it open already. Acts chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse 17. And then we'll read the excerpt that we got from J.B. Phillips for this day that devotional book that we've been going through and 217 Acts 217 and it says and it shall come to pass in the last days said the Lord I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall see dreams all right
Now, what does this verse mean before we get into it? It means, hallelujah. It means a distinction must be observed between the last days when the prediction relates to Israel and the last days and the predictions related to the church. Okay? Also distinguish an expression, the last days, plural. From the last days, singular. The last expression referring to the resurrection and the last judgment. The last days as related to the church began with the event of Christ, but has a special reference of the time of declusion. In other words, we're talking about today, what that verse is talking about. Reference at the time of lose and apostle to the end of the age. The last days as related to Israel are the days of Israel, exalting and blessings. Sorry about that. And exhaustion and blessings are synonyms with the kingdom age. They are least with no reference to this description, but with the reference of whole of Israel's history. Alright? So, what is being predicted here in this scripture is this. In the last days, your young men would dream and your old men no your young men will prophesize and your old men will dream and let me tell you something this actually has been happening even before that okay because we had prophets and we had um, ministers or rabbis or priests alright but at that time, it was the prophets who were granted this special gift of dreaming dreams and prophesied. All right, and having dreams and visions. All this, all of, except one person and that person was Joseph Joseph was given the ability to dream dreams and visions alright and we also had Jacob do it when he was fleeing from his brother and his country so he wouldn't his brother wouldn't kill him to go to his uncle Lebanon alright so God did allow a few people in the old days to experience these dreams and vision because God does talk to us through visions and dreams alright but let's read what J.B. Phillips had to say about this and we'll take it one step at a time Okay, we'll stop at each period because that's something that he was talking about through that okay and we expressed what he was talking about here is that it was Paul's sense of mission Paul certainly of divine support and above all Paul's vision 
that sent the church into the whole no wait a minute into the whole known world all right and we know that God sent Paul which Paul got to be a vision because Paul was saw and Saul was the one that went out went out and tried to kill all the Christ, all the Christ believe in Christ and believers of Christ because he believed the way of the Jewish way and that's what he wanted he didn't believe there was a Messiah until he had an encounter on his way to a town okay and with two of his people that was in, he was in charge of and Jesus basically he saw Jesus and he said Paul Paul why saw saw why do thou persecute me in other words why are you persecuting my people so this is telling us when we pers when people persecute Christians they're persecuting Christ too all right well then Paul was blind for a little bit because he saw that bright light and stuff and he sent a guy named Ananias to come pray for him and then the stuff peeled off his eyes and he was able to see again then he became a, a, a apostle with the rest of the disciples and start teaching God's word and became Paul alright and it says here that Paul sends a mission to go out and preach this whole word of God of Christ to the known world now that's interesting okay that's exactly what Jesus told his disciples to do when he went up into the sky the great commissions go out and preach the gospel to all nations to the world alright so God is telling him you need to go out and you need to be a missionary you need to be a preacher you need to be teaching this word to every nation now and as we know we can follow through Ephesians some of the we can follow through Corinthians I believe it is of him and Barnabas and other people going to town to town nation to nation you know I, he didn't get very far I don't think I think think he's got stuck where the Middle East is but he went out and he shared about God about Jesus Christ so he made he sensed that it didn't say he had a vision it didn't say he had a dream okay I'm going to take this one step further sometimes God talks to a prophet by speaking not just by dreams and vision but by speaking and he sensed that God was speaking to him to go out and preach the gospel of God of Christ and let me tell you something saints I'll sh I shared this too in fact God has gave me we're going to talk about the first thing when I was called to be a minister it was a Thanksgiving and there's some reason why we didn't go to Port Huron to my grandma's house like we normally would 
we decided to stay home for some reason and we had our turkey dinner and everything at home after the turkey dinner was gone there started the snow outside and I started singing Christmas songs because um, Christian Christian songs um, I was a new believer at the time and I started singing the Christmas songs outside in the backyard worshiping God then all of a sudden I heard an audible voice in my head telling me you will preach my word and that was when I started having the ability of wanting to teach and preach the word of God it didn't happen right away because I had a friend at the time and I'm not going to name who it is was kind of downing at and that job choice and you know as humans we learn to listen to people but we got to learn not to as Christians okay because you if you don't do which we're going to find out later it could be a problem well later on I made my expression known I told my pastor's wife I told my pastor I told a lot of people and then one day I was working midnights and God gave me a dream and God remind me of this and I don't think my ministry is where it should be yet where he wants it to be yet because I haven't I just remembered this dream and I think God is bringing this dream up because he's getting ready to move into that next direction but he gave me a vision which this school still sits today my old um, junior high school that it would become a church for young people but then as God went on with me and then I would be running that church alright but then God over the years has revealed to me that if I do do this if God does do this it would be like a community place where they can come and they will get a service on Sunday and they will get a service on Wednesday but it also when they're there on those days it will be open for a church on Sundays by with the dots and I believe it would be open on Wednesdays with the dots but it also be used at a community center for the church kids there and the, that come and the church community there that it would be going in and hopefully the community that this building is in now is it going to be this building I don't know but God reminded me of it and I have a feeling that God is going to work stuff out and work it out for his glory hallelujah hallelujah so we got to listen to our dreams and vision so not only now that God came back to me okay God gave me a dream about it but now he's gave me the vision back so it's now time for me to start working he's birthing in me and start trying to figure out how to have that come to pass all right now let's go down to the next paragraph although all through the history of the church men have had visions where they have been obedient to them God has done great things but at last there has been many times when men were too bound by tradition or too cowardly 
to obey the heavenly vision. And I'm going to give you an example from the Bible on this. As I was reading this, again, to go over the notes and stuff before I went on the air. It wasn't going to be part of the podcast, but God showed me that this needs to be part of the podcast. And it's talking about prophets, okay, through the years and people that has vision and dreams, all right? Well, Dan, um, Jonah was prophesied to go to Nineveh and preach the word of God and give them a chance to change their life so that God won't, won't destroy them, all right? Daniel said no. Got on the boat, went completely different way. Thinking that would be the end of it. But let me tell you something, saints. When God wants something done, He'll chase you. He'll do everything He can to get you to do it. I mean, it came down to Jonah being thrown off a, a ship, swallowed up by a whale or a big fish, stayed in that fish for three days, Finally prayed and asked God to forgive him. Said he'd do it. Spit him on the shoreline of Jonah. I mean of Nineveh. And he went and they got saved. Unfortunately a few months, years later or so they messed up again. And God had, and they ended up being killed and destroyed. But. But. God will chase you to do what he wants you to do. He will put stumbling blocks in front of you to do what he wants you to do. But let me tell you, some of us humans are thick-headed. Some of us don't get it. Eventually, eventually, God might turn around what he had planned for you to give to somebody else to do. Someone willing. And then if you come to your senses where he used you again, yes. But you may not been you may not have it as beautiful as you would have had it. Okay? See my point? So it's good to go and do what God showed you. My mom and dad shared about a pastor that actually I'm interested in working with. Um And God's given him a vision. And he's con and this, this pastor is known, got friends in the White House, because his dad was a diplomat from Russia. And now he's preaching in the small town of Port Huron under in my mom and dad's congregation. And God's given him a vision to do. And he shared this vision with his friends. He shared this vision with them people in the White House trying to get help. He shared this vision with all kinds of people. And no one wants to help him. Well, my mom told me about it, of situation, and my mom told me that he might be looking for an assistant pastor or a pastor to come help him because God's telling him that the church is going to be so big that he's going to need help. 
And would I take down my online ministries or my podcast? No. Because I'd still be senior pastor over these things. But God's also birthing in me that I need to work with this guy. And I send him an example of my stuff. I emailed it to him. On a, a video of online ministry. I shared it to him. So I'm just waiting to see if he gets back to me. And now God's birthing something in me about that as we speak. But I can't talk about it right now. He don't want me to. But the thing is God will chase you down. To get you to do it. And if you're like Jonah, you will finally listen. But if you keep on not listening, he'll find someone else to do it and take your blessing away. Don't let him take your blessing away. Let, he, let him bless you. And do what he asks you to do. No matter if it sounds foolish. No matter if it's against customs. No matter if it sounds crazy. God wants you to do it. You need to do it. Okay? Right. Third, if we are disobedient to the heavenly vision, we lose spiritually. Now, I'm going to read it, but I already shared this. It seems to be a spiritual law that if we don't not go forward, we go backwards. If we are hardening our hearts or shut our eyes or pretend that God has not... <coughs> Excuse me, I got my allergies acting up. We'll lose something. Not only is God's purpose held up. <coughs> but we will lose the sense of God's presence and power with us. If you're sinning. And if you're ignoring God's purpose for your life or something. You're not as, you don't feel the spirit of God like you would normally. Bottom line. You feel guilt. You feel running. You feel conviction. Because God's trying to get you back. Alright. Now. The last paragraph. Many Christians have lost their first love. And their heavenly vision. And feel miserable. Because somewhere. They have failed to obey God's call. What's this telling us? Can you lose your salvation? Can you lose serving God or the closeness you have? Yes, you can. And I'm believing if people are listening here right now, it might be a place where where you want God wants you to ask for forgiveness. So what we're going to do right now, I'm not going to have you ask or come or whatever. I'm just going to have you say this prayer with me. If you need to ask forgiveness for what God is talking about here. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, say it after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you. I ask you to forgive me for my sins. Help me to carry out the vision you gave me. Help me learn how to do it. 
Let me be obedient. Give me another chance to carry it out for you. I ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. We came to the end of that podcast. Now we're going to go through the prayer request list. My dad is still on there with the aneurysm on his heart. We got to pray for my mom for her um, hernia surgery, back problems, and that heart problem. Still got to pray for my cousin Margaret, the loss of her mom and her bad hip. We still got to pray for Lloyd, who has cancer. He's getting better, but we still need prayer. We need to pray for my brother Sean. He's like a brother to me from another mother. Mother, for his unspoken and for his mom, hip recovery because she had hip surgery for my brother-in-law and us and it's a special thing we got more things going on and he came and he was jerkish with us yesterday and we might have to get an attorney and it's sad because I don't want to see that happen and go down or hardness between the two of them because they're the only two left out of the family but he he's not giving us any choice it looks like and he's resorting I believe in scare tactics and just to get what he wants um, I had to contact an attorney I had the, his, his uh, receptionist write down what the question was and I'm waiting to hear back from them to see what he said was true and if it is true then we gotta find out what God wants so we're going to be praying for that. Um, we're going to be praying for my friend Paul from Georgia. Not the same Paul for his back and for his kid. And I want to pray for my brother-in-law's back too because he does have back problems too. And then uh, the unspoken that something else that God's leading me, birthing me in. And... My cousin Sharon and her family with the loss of her loved ones. And we're going to pray for that until the funeral. Or until I, you know, she tells me to lift it. Because they're going through a hard time right now. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now to be with us during this time of prayer. I just ask you right now, you're the great physician. You're the great healer. You're the doc, Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're the head of this creation, no matter if they serve you or not and Lord I just ask you to touch my dad's body and touch my dad's aneurysm and take it away from his aorta or don't let it grow and re-strengthen and strengthen his aorta I ask you to be with my mom with this with this uh, hernia surgery I ask you to be with her back problem and this heart problem that she's having I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret and the loss of her mother and this bad leg that she's using because she's trying to pack the house up just like me and my wife is here alone because the other siblings don't want to help. And Lord, I ask you be with Lloyd and his cancer. Continue to touch and heal him. I ask you be with my brother Sean. He's like a brother to me. I ask you be with his unspoken and his mom's recovery from her hip surgery. I ask you be with my brother-in-law Paul and us as we go through this new chapter that he opened up. We just ask you, Lord, to have guidance 
with us, Lord, and maybe speak to his heart too to be a loving brother and not what he's being, Lord, and to work it out together. And Lord, I just ask you to be with Paul, my friend in Georgia, continue to touch his back, and be with my, my brother-in-law's Paul back and touch and heal him. I ask you to be with uh, my Paul's from Georgia, my friend from Georgia, uh, with his kid. Don't let him get corona, her get coronavirus while she's at school. I ask you to be with Robin and her hip and continue to touch and heal her recovery. I ask you to be with that unspoken that you, you revealed to me, Lord. And now I'm going to add another unspoken that you revealed to me there in this Lord. And I may be seeing some cards come together. And Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and her family, Lord. I just ask you to be with this loss of a grandfather, this loss of an ex-father-in-law, this loss of to a mother, this loss to a father this loss to a sister and brothers whatever the case may be we just ask you to go in and take care of it all we ask you in Jesus name Amen and Amen well we came now to an end of another podcast and I'd like to thank you for joining us and tomorrow on the podcast we will be talking about working works following Works W O R K S following and see what God brings us up there. And uh, I don't see October 30th in here, that's interesting. Oh, there it is. And then next time that Monday, we'll be back in October with some of the October reading that God's leading to us. Okay, on that note, i like to say God bless you. See you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm Ron Weaver saying have a blessed day. Be kind to another. Love one another. Help one another. And don't be mean to one another. Work it all out. I'm Ron Weaver. You're Pastor Ron Weaver saying see you next time for God's Internet Church. And God bless you.